The thing is, entrepreneurship is one big risk. It is, but it's the best risk you'll ever take because you're betting on yourself. You're the only one that can let yourself down in entrepreneurship. It's all on you and that's a beautiful thing. Because like we always talk about on this podcast, you really can't fail so long as you have a dedication to always pick yourself back up and keep going. Failure is a state of mind, it's not a state of being. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue-generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello, 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 you guys. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of She Leads First. I have to be so honest with you. Today is one of those days that is like a test of how committed are you to the discipline pieces of your business. The universe is testing me a little bit today to see if I will fall off the wagon, if I will say, nope, the reps that I have to do every week are too hard. I'm going to let the excuses for why I can't record a podcast today get in the way. But you guys, I'm here and I'm doing it. Here is what's going on. One, it is insanely hot in Los Angeles. And I know that that might not sound like a reason not to record a podcast, but here's the thing. We don't have air conditioning out where my office is. We don't have air conditioning out where I record. And you would think that's fine. Have the windows open, put some fans on. I cannot do that when I record because we are on the ground floor and our windows, which are right next to me here, open up to the courtyard and you can hear everybody. You hear the gate opening and closing. You hear the kids that live by me running past and playing. So the windows have to be closed. So it's like 100 degrees in this apartment right now, which already is like, whew, okay. We're doing the thing. But on top of that, I finally got delivered a walking pad that I had bought, one of those walking treadmills that are supposed to be nice and cute and fit under your desk. You guys, it's huge. I don't know where I went wrong in ordering this thing because I did like hours and hours of research, but the one that got delivered is so much bigger than I thought it was going to be. We have nowhere to put it and it got delivered right before I started recording this and Moon had to like run out to go to his clients, but he was trying to help me carry it in because it got delivered to us and then we were trying to open the box and now our whole apartment is in shambles because we were like, where do we even just put this? Like we don't even have room to just put this down in the time being. And now I'm like, okay, we got to return this thing because it doesn't fit. But my apartment's in shambles. And then little Prince, my cat, Prince, he is sick. And so he doesn't want to be in the room alone where I usually put him when I record. So he is sitting right off screen, right next to me because he wants to be close to mom because he keeps throwing up. He's doing okay. He's going to be fine. But he's got a little bit of an ouchy tummy. So he's here with me too. So if you hear any little kitty cries, that is him. So like I said, today's one of those days <laughs> where I'm like, there's just a lot of things coming up and a lot of reasons where I could say, you know what, we're not going to record a podcast today. But I'm sharing this because I want to give you a peek behind the scenes that a lot of times life is just messy. 
A lot of times business isn't easy. There's all these excuses that we could have of why I'm not going to put in the reps today, why I'm not going to post content today, why I'm not going to show up for my audience today, why I'm not going to write the email today or whatever it is that you have to do, right? But you got to dig deep and you got to find that discipline because if you can do it on the days when it's hard, you're going to be able to do it consistently. And when you can do it consistently, you're going to see the results in your business that you are looking for, which is a beautiful segue into what I want to talk to you about today, which is all about, are you taking... Now, this is kind of the counter, I suppose, to what I was just saying of we have to be disciplined, we have to be consistent to see results in our business. But there's another side to this coin. And the other side of this coin is, are you taking big enough risks in your business to see the kinds of big results that you are hoping for? Oof, let that sink in. Let that percolate for a second here. What made me think of this today is I was on an event planning call for the next upcoming in-person event that I am hosting. So if you missed the first one, be sure to get excited and pay attention to the marketing because the next one is coming October 14th and 15th. We're going to be back in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm releasing the full details very soon. So stay tuned. They might already be out by the time you listen to this podcast. But I was talking to my event planner, Dakota, who was on an earlier episode of the show. If you want to go listen to her episode, it's fantastic. It's all about how to plan your first event and what things to keep an eye out for. And I was thinking about how well the first one went and just genuinely in such a state of gratitude and was like, you know what? I'm so just proud of us for how we pulled that off. And in reflecting on it, I was like, you know what? That was one of those moments in business where I had no proof that it was going to work. I had no reason to believe that anyone was going to buy a ticket. Nobody was asking me to run an in-person event. I had never run my own before. I had helped other people that I worked for run events, but I had never run my own. And I had no evidence that it was going to work. But it was so far out of my comfort zone. It was such a leap of faith that my only option was to make it work. There was no backup plan. I had put a deposit down on a location that was non-refundable. I had thousands of dollars on the line. And even if I didn't sell a single ticket, I still was liable for that money. That was a big risk. But it had huge reward. It unlocked this entire new avenue of my business that I'm so excited to continue. Events are now going to be a big portion of everything I do in 2024. It just changed the game for me and it changed even how I view myself as a leader within my own business and what I am here to do with the women that choose to work with me. So it was this massively rewarding event and massively rewarding moment in my business that really changed the game and the trajectory of what I was doing, but I had to take a really big risk to get there. And if I think back on every single shifting moment in my business that had these big rewards, financial or otherwise, they came when I was willing to take a really big risk. And It made me think back to something that my old mentor used to say that I heard and I understood, but until I started living with it, it didn't really lock in. And what she would always say and still does say is that sometimes you have to put so much on the line that your highest self is forced to show up and lead. Pretty good, right? So I used to hear her say that and I'd be like, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. That's nice. But then I never really, I never really did it, right? I never really did it until I was like, you know what? I'm sick of being stuck in business. 
I'm sick of feeling like I'm not getting the results I want yet. I'm sick of not having the things that I say that I want to have. And so I started to dabble. And I think most people can relate to this feeling of, you know, you're putting so much out there that your only option is to succeed. A lot of people feel this for the first time in their business when they make their first big investment. When you're at that point where you're like, okay, I I cannot do this on my own. There's too much I don't know. And I don't even know what I don't know, but I know I just don't know stuff because things aren't working. And so you you scrape together the money, you push through the fear, you put that first down payment down, or you pay in full for whatever it is that you're joining, whatever coaching or mentorship or mastermind that you're joining. And you're like, holy crap, I'm doing this. Oh my God, that's more money than I've ever spent before. I have to make this work. And this is why a lot of people, or this is a portion of the reason why a lot of people have such gigantic transformations the first time they invest big money in themselves. It's because your only option is to show up and perform. You're not going to let that kind of money, that kind of life-altering money go to waste. You're going to show up for yourself and you're going to show up for the investment. And so I know a lot of people feel it for the first time when they're making that first big investment in their business. But then what, what happens next? When do you do it again? And I want you to think about this in terms of the types of offers that you're selling. Are there things that you want to be creating that you're telling yourself, I'm not ready for yet? That's too big of a risk. What if people don't join? That's absolutely what I could have said at my first event. And of course, you guys, I still had those feelings. But my excitement was 1% bigger than my fear. That's always my guide. And I love to share that with clients too, of you are ready to do something if you are at least 1% more excited, at least, at least 1% more excited than you are scared to do the thing that is on your heart. That's all you need, right? You can figure the rest out. But if we're, if we're balanced the other way where we are more scared and worried than we are excited then maybe you got to go do some self-development around it. Maybe we got to go figure out what that fear is coming from because that is the kind of fear that can paralyze you. But sometimes you just got to go all in. So what is that thing? What is that thing that you are waiting to do, that you're waiting to feel ready to do, that you're telling yourself, oh, I want to, it would be so fun, but I'm scared. Because usually those are the things that if you just rip the Band-Aid off and you just freaking go for it, you are going to see exponential results in whatever it is that you are doing. Dive headfirst into the fear. Rip the Band-Aid off. Burn the boats behind you. That's always been my favorite phrase around this is burn the boats. Okay, you're landing on new territory and you are burning the boats that you came on. Your only option is to succeed here. To me, that's exciting. To me, that's rising to a challenge. And when you go so far out of your comfort zone, What I find and what I know a lot of people find is the fear is not as paralyzing as you think it's going to be. When I was running my first event, there was no room to be afraid. Truly, there was no room to be afraid. Did I have a little bit of nerves? Did I have a little bit of jitters? Of course I did. I'm human. I'm doing something new. Of course they're going to be there. But none of them were paralyzing. And none of them made me ever think, I can't do this. Because not doing it was literally, again, not an option. Imagine what you could do if you started putting yourselves in those situations. Remember, the key here is that there's more excitement than there is fear. But why are you counting yourself out of opportunities before you even find out if you are ready for them? Why are you counting yourself out of rooms that you're ready for? 
Why are you telling yourself that the things that you want to do now are part of your five-year or 10-year plan when really you're ready for them right now? The thing is, entrepreneurship is one big risk. It is. But it's the best risk you'll ever take because you're betting on yourself. You're the only one that can let yourself down in entrepreneurship. It's all on you, and that's a beautiful thing. Because like we always talk about on this podcast, you really can't fail so long as you have a dedication to always pick yourself back up and keep going. Failure is a state of mind. It's not a state of being. You really can't fail if you're always going to say, okay, I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to figure it out. And you need to start looking at the quote unquote risks in your business in that way of, okay, yeah, maybe there's a potential downside to these, but also what's the potential payoff? And the payoff isn't only if things go perfectly. Sometimes the payoff comes when things go wrong. Because even when things go wrong, you get an answer. You learned. You learned whether or not that was the right move for you. And if it went wrong, but you still feel like it's the right move for you, you learned a lot of lessons about how to do it right the next time. And so I want to ask you, where are you avoiding taking risks in your business because you're letting fear win? If we can acknowledge that entrepreneurship comes with necessary risks, where can you start taking calculated but bigger risks so that you can actually receive bigger rewards? Nothing big is going to happen. Nothing big is going to change inside of your comfort zone. And I I feel like we play this game with ourselves where we love to kind of just like tiptoe to the edges of our comfort zone once and be like, okay, I did it and nothing changed. So see, I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) We're like, I'm just going to dip my toe outside of it for a half second. I'm going to panic. I'm going to use that as evidence that I shouldn't go over there anymore. And I'm going to stay over here in my comfort zone doing the same exact things every day and complaining about how I'm not getting bigger and better results. But then I'm going to also have the excuse in my brain of, but I did try it. I did dip my toe out. You guys, I mean this so seriously. One toe outside of your comfort zone is more uncomfortable than jumping outside of it with two feet. Don't just tiptoe and tap dance around the edges, okay? I'm telling you, like, run full speed out of it. And like we're saying, burn those boats behind you because once you are fully out of it, there is no room left for fear. You have to figure it out. And in that figuring it out, you also figure out just how smart, how resourceful, how savvy you are. You figure out just how scrappy you are. You figure out how you can make it work when your back is against the wall. And you also get to see of, hey, I can be out here. I can be outside of my comfort zone. And it's a choice whether or not I feel like this is me with my back against the wall. This is where stuff really starts to get fun, you guys, and we really get to start to play with mindset. But that's a whole other episode. What I want you to leave today with is really do some reflection on where are you holding yourself back from taking risks? And maybe all that you need is to sit here for a second and acknowledge of, okay, I'm going to have to take some risks on this journey. I chose a life of risk by choosing entrepreneurship, but risk doesn't have to be all fear. Risk can be fun. And I'm telling you firsthand from somebody who has failed her way forward through life and I have run forward and I have tripped and I have fallen and I have made all of the mistakes that you can make. And I know that there's so many more. So that's not even a true statement. There's so many more mistakes that I can and will make in the future. But once you start to make mistakes, pick yourself back up and move through them. You're like, oh, what was I so scared of in the first place? A mistake is just a temporary mistake. A mistake is a lesson. That's what it is. 
you get to choose how you frame it, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing for you. The person who is willing to make the most mistakes, the person who's willing to make the most failures because they took the most risks is the person that is going to get the most success. That is just how this game works, my friends. And the more you practice taking those risks too, something else cool that happens, if you can't tell, I'm like, this is the episode of it's really cool to take risks. (laughs) All of your self-development happens on the other side of it. But really, what I find is the more that you practice this, the more you actually practice listening to and learning how your intuition speaks to you. Because sometimes our ego tells us to go take a risk because it thinks it's going to make us look cool. It thinks that there's some type of egoic reward on the other side of doing it. But then we go do it and we're like, that didn't feel so good. And it probably didn't go so good either. And then that's when you're like, oh, do I really want to do this again? Do I trust myself? But the more that you practice it, you're going to have some where you're like, oh, that felt different that time. And then you get to start to pay attention to, well, how did I feel when I got the little nudge of maybe this is something you should do? And you can start to differentiate when it's intuition and when it's ego telling you to go do something. And then the better you get at that, the easier it is to be in aligned action. And the easier it is to be in aligned action, the easier it is to get results in your business and take the right risks. Now, you're still going to make mistakes. You're still going to do things that actually aren't even mistakes, but when you go do them, the whole purpose of you doing them was just to do some of the things wrong and learn the lessons that you needed to learn. So if you're getting anything from this, you guys, it's that you really can't mess this up. So long as you are pushing your comfort zone, you're jumping outside of it, you're taking the big risk, you're going to get the big rewards in one way or the other. Sometimes those rewards are going to be financial. Sometimes it's going to be personal development. Sometimes it's just going to be lessons learned, but you don't get them. You don't get anything. You're not taking any risks and you're just staying inside your comfort zone. So make a list, you guys. It's one of my favorite things to do. Make a list. What are all the things that you want to do in the next five years? And what are some of them that you can start to do now? Where have you been holding yourself back? What are the things that you see other people doing that you're like, oh, I wish. I wish I was ready for that. Because spoiler alert, you probably are. No one is coming to anoint you. No one is coming to pass you the baton and say, all right, you go run, girlfriend. You got to anoint yourself. You have to choose yourself. You have to tell yourself you are ready. So take some big risks. Tell me how they go. Tell me the lessons that you learned. I cannot wait to see what you guys put into action. I love you and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, before you go, I've got two quick things for you. Number one, I want to say thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you choose to spend your time here listening to these conversations, tuning in with me, soaking up all of this information and everything that we are going through together. I cannot express how much gratitude I have for you for being here on this journey with me. With that said, number two, the second thing I have for you is I want to make sure that since you're here, you have my phone number. Seriously, I have an inner circle daily text list where every single day, Monday through Friday, I send out a positive affirmation or a journal prompt or something I've been thinking about, or even an aha moment that has completely shifted my perspective that I want to share with you too. So you can share in on everything that I am working on to grow and continue evolving and continuing to be the best version of myself. I want to share those things with you. And the best place to do it is through this inner circle daily 
text list. So if you want to get on this list, if you want to receive these messages from me, and again, yes, it's really me. It's coming straight from my phone. What you need to do is text the word community to my number at 213-606-3853. Again, that's the word community to my number 213-606-3853. 3853. As soon as you send me over that tax, I will send you a message back with the quick details to officially register for this Inner Circle Daily Text List. And once you are all registered, we are ready to get to texting. The messages all go straight to my phone. I see all of the replies. I look at them. I send you messages back. So it is such a great way for us to connect and continue to work on our growth together. So go ahead and shoot me that message ASAP so that we can get connected.